Welcome, friends, to episode three of Most of All, F.U. Today, some of these stories are going to be a little bit on the different side, if you will. They can't all be about stealing sex toys, methed out Floridians. Every now and then, you just have to look at the world that we live in and find some of the stories that really, truly just make you go, what the hell? Like this one. Man spotted wearing live snake as mask on city bus. Transportation officials in British city respond to viral photos from a municipal bus by reminding residents that snakeskin is not an acceptable material for a face mask, especially when the skin is still attached to the snake. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a man boarded a bus in which other passengers just felt that he was wearing a really funky-looking mask. Because as we all know, medical masks are not required during the COVID pandemic. You can find different masks. You can find masks that you like. I personally have several that I wear. I have a fun mask depicting Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Driving several other iconic horror icons, such as Leatherface, Pinhead, Chucky, Michael Myers, in the Scooby-Doo mystery van. I also don an Iron Maiden number of the Beast mask, for I am a true metalhead. And yes, I even have the nostalgic and cheesy kiss mask of all four members wearing their makeup. All of these masks are acceptable. I can go in anywhere. I am clearly abiding by the mask mandate, which is covering your nose and your mouth to help slow the spread of this virus. Passengers started to video and photograph this man once they realized that the mask on his face was moving turns out to be his pet snake that he has somehow trained to wrap itself around his mouth and nose and sit there as a mask. British officials did come out and state, as I said, can make up their own mind to wear something suitable as a mask, whether it be a scarf or a bandana. While there are degrees of interpretation of what people are wearing as a mask, a live snake does not fall under that. So, to you, fantastic snake man of Britain, while I applaud your desire to be different and to stand out in a crowd, which this podcaster can completely understand and relate to, 
your choice of mask is quite questionable and most of all British snake man F you this next story friends is actually quite bothersome to this podcaster it is true and it is sad that this is the world that we live in not just the world that we live in but showing how flawed several of our laws and freedoms in this country can truly be the headline of this story New Jersey woman nearly loses home because she owed six cents in back taxes paint that picture put yourself in this situation if you will this woman is 89 years old she has lived in this house her entire life she also suffers from Alzheimer's this county Ocean Township New Jersey put this woman's home up for sale foreclosed on this home and put it up for sale for six cents owed in back taxes the woman's daughter Lisa Shuhei I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly who lives in Virginia slammed the city's lack of imagination for failing to come up with six pennies in an office full of people over her mother's tax debt. Once again, put that in perspective. Look around the room you're sitting in right now. Could you walk up to any given shelf and find six pennies laying around? Could you walk into any room in your house and find six pennies laying around? Suhei's mom called her dozens of times as she looked out in her front yard and saw a foreclosure for sale sign asking her is my house going to be okay do I have to pack they're gonna throw me out on the street once again this is an 89 year old woman with Alzheimer's Shuhei did say that her mother did receive one warning over the taxes one warning in which the tax collector himself stated I do not believe this woman understands what I am talking about six cents ladies and gentlemen six cents and this little town of New Jersey wants to throw this 89 year old woman out of her home over a six cent debt now the foreclosure did not go through 
Suhei paid the six cents to catch up on these enormous back taxes that were owed. But we should all take a moment and think about the gravity of that situation. Can you imagine waking up to a foreclosure sign in your front yard next to a for sale sign that you are about to be thrown out of the only home you have known your entire life? You grew up there. Your parents left it to you because of a mistake of six cents owed on back taxes to the town of New Jersey. Oceanside, New Jersey, whatever you are, I don't even want to speak your name because I am so disgusted with your moral compass. But most of all, to you, small town in New Jersey, F you. And now that I've taken you through kind of more of a serious, toned, F.U. rant. I'd like to end this podcast on quite possibly my favorite story of this podcast that adds a little bit more humor and a little bit more light to the situation. Man who made knife from frozen poop among 2020 IG Nobel winners. For those of you who don't know, the IG Nobel winners is kind of a spoof on the Nobel Prize. Nobel Prize, excuse my wording there. They find some very interesting things to hand these prizes out to. For 2020, other IG Nobel winners include world leaders who think they are smarter than doctors and scientists, and a team of researchers that looked at why chewing sounds drive some people crazy. This is just to paint the picture of the IG Nobel winners and what they represent. It is all in fun and is meant to be fun. But this particular story involves frozen poop being fashioned into a knife. Menton Aaron, I believe is the pronunciation of this man's name, has been fascinated since high school by the story of a man in Canada who made a knife out of his own excrement. The story has been told many, many times, but is it true? Aaron and his colleagues decided to find out. This is kind of my favorite part of this. Aaron, an assistant professor of anthropology at Kent State University in Ohio. I love the fact that he is actually, well, an assistant professor at a university of higher learning, Kent State University directed an experiment to use real human feces frozen to minus 50 degrees centigrade and filed it to a sharp edge. 
gets better. He then tried to cut meat with it. Yes, he took his frozen poop, sharpened it to a razor's edge, and then tried to cut his dinner with it. The poop knife failed miserably, he said in an interview. The study is a little gross, but makes an important point. There are lots of narratives out there based on phony and unproven science, which I agree. I agree that this man put it out there that you hear a lot of these urban legends, a lot of, quote, science. That is just absolute crap. Pun intended. The point of this experiment, Aaron states, is to show that evidence and fact-checking are vital. Once again, completely agree with this statement, Mr. Aaron. It's just funny to me how an assistant professor at the University of Kent State, Ohio, decided that this was what he was going to use to prove his point about fact-checking and experiments. By taking pieces of his own feces and freezing them and making a knife out of them. But he proved his point and one was one of the winners of the IG Nobel Prize. Several other winners this year, and once again, I do not talk politics on this show. This is not a political show. This is just making statement and fact of these were other winners of the IG Nobel Prize. This includes U.S. President Donald Trump, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and Russian President Vladimir Putin. For their overwhelming intelligence and being smarter than all scientists and doctors out there in the handling of this COVID pandemic. Once again, friends, this is not a political statement. This is just stating what they won their awards for. These are individuals who realize that their judgment is better than the judgment of people who have been studying this their entire lives. And they were just more insistent about it. The IG Nobel Awards made efforts to reach out to the world leaders to accept their rewards with no luck. And the leader of the IG Nobel Awards said it would have been fun for them to take part. Could you imagine these world leaders accepting these awards? I can almost see one of them 
considering it. And we'll leave it at that. This is one of those cases to where Mr. Aaron, assistant professor at Kent State University of Ohio, you have proven that fact-checking and experiments are very necessary, but you have done it in one of the most disgusting manners that I can think of. But, sir, congratulations to you on your fine win of the IG Nobel Award, and most of all, Professor Aaron. F you. That brings us to the conclusion of episode three of Most of All F You, and to each and every one of you who have given this podcast a chance. I do truly appreciate it. And if you are liking the show, please follow the podcast. It's out there on many podcast forms to listen to. As always, this is a work in progress. I try to just bring entertainment with a touch of, I use the word loosely, knowledge, if you will, to the masses. This is sheerly for fun. None of this is to be taken seriously. This is an entertainment podcast. To all of you, as I said, thank you so much. And most of all, F you.